0: In this bulletin, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese criticised for not revealing Chinese naval incident before APEC summit. Argentina elects libertarian Javier Milei as president amid anger over economic crisis. And in Rugby Union, boosted Rugby Australian chairman Amish McLennan says his departure will create division in the sport. With the latest SBS news, I am Julien Ollier. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is facing criticism for not revealing details of an attack on Australian personnel by the Chinese Navy until after he met President Xi Jinping at the APEC summit. Former Prime Minister and current US Ambassador Kevin Rudd has defended Mr Albanese's conduct against criticism from the opposition and crossbenches. Independent Senator Jackie Lambie has told Sky News the incident, which saw Australian naval divers injured by sauna pulses, should have been raised at the summit. You can't sit there and pretend you're going to be nice on trade while this is going on with our own Navy people um, that could have brought more harm to them. And without raising this, this is just ridiculous. What what happened to the friendship and, and the trust that we were building and all the rest? Um, But more importantly, simple. Come out this morning, come and answer some questions. Tell Australians what's going on. Keeping this in the dark is not helpful. Argentinian voters have elected libertarian outsider Javier Milei as their new president in a tight runoff amid electorate anger at triple-digit inflation and rising poverty. Centre-left candidate and economy minister Sergio Massa has conceded the election after a candidacy hampered by the country's worst economic crisis in two decades while he has been in the role. President-elect Milei has won popularity with some for his radical views to fix the economy, including plans to shut Argentina's central bank, ditch the peso and slash spending, sparking fears of austerity in others. Mr. Millet will have to deal with considerable financial pressures, including depleted government and central bank funds, a significant debt programme with the International Monetary Fund, and inflation nearing 150%. A new cyber health check programme is being set up for small businesses which allows them to undertake a free assessment of their security measures. The Albanese government has announced it will spend $7.2 million to offer the voluntary program as part of its Australian cybersecurity strategy for 2023 to 2030. This comes after concerns about national cybersecurity following an Optus outage, which saw millions of small businesses and customers unable to access the internet and make calls, and a cyber attack which saw Australia's largest ports operator shut down its operations. Minister for Small Business Julie Collins says the program is about helping businesses who understand the risk to their data but do not know how to keep it safe. There's around 94,000 cyber attacks a year and the average cost for small businesses is around $46,000 for each attack. This is about making small businesses more resilient. Mm -hmm. It's about also protecting consumers whose data they hold. Emergency legislation rushed through Parliament to apply more strict visa conditions on 93 people released from immigration detention could face a legal challenge. Constitutional expert George Williams says legislation passed last week requiring ankle monitors and imposing imprisonment for those in breach of tight reporting requirements may be outside the scope of the government's powers. National Senator Barnaby Joyce has told Channel 7 the legislation, which passed with bipartisan support after amendments by the opposition, should have been made before the High Court's decision. I mean, all those amendments that you just talked about are oh, Peter Dutton's amendments. What on earth is going on? They've got six months warning about this. Six months ago, they started saying, well, mate, you're on shaky ground. Well, the shaky ground just opened up. And to sports, in Rugby Union, former Rugby Australia chairman Hamish McLennan says his departure from the board will create further division in the sport. Mr McLennan was hosted from the role following a late-night meeting after six member unions who are yet to commit to RA's centralisation plans, including Queensland, the ACT and Rugby WA, demanded his resignation. World Cup winning Wallaby Daniel Herbert has been named as his replacement amid concerns about the future of the code, including a disastrous 2023 World Cup campaign, the Wallabies' worst ever performance and coach Eddie Jones' working away 10 months into a five-year deal. Mr. McLennan has told 2GB Radio he is disappointed rather than angry about the manner of his sacking and not being able to finish the job of fixing what he describes as a broken system. I am Julien Oyer, this is SBS News.